Welcome to the Ambitious and Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Stallings. I'm a fitness and lifestyle coach, corporate trainer, speaker, wife, and dog mom who is on a mission to provide ambitious women just like you the tools to master their fitness, mindset, and career. Each week, I will share powerful tools on how to increase your confidence, crush those mindset blocks, and create a fit lifestyle for long-term success. Because when you put yourself at the top of your to-do list, everything else you've been working towards will fall into place. Now, let's jump into the episode. What's up, what's up, friend? I hope you had an amazing weekend. Hopefully it had plenty of quality time with your friends and family, or if you were working, um, I hope that you hustled really hard and you were able to grind through that way you could kick off this week wonderfully. But what I would say is, you guys, I'm so excited that we are posting episodes on Mondays now. Mondays, I feel, are just the perfect kickoff for a new day, a new week, and overall just a really fresh start and opportunity to work towards our goals and the things that we want in this life. I know you and I know that if you are listening to this podcast, you are all about your self-development. You are wanting to be able to take where you're at right now and be able to evolve into the absolute best version of yourself, whether it's for you, for your family, for your work, and just for your long term. So I'm so happy and honored that you are listening to this podcast and I'm so excited we're going to be posting on Mondays moving forward. I'm sure you guys have heard the overall quote about, you know, success is 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. So really kicking off the week with me and with some of your favorite podcasts or maybe a good book, it just really gets your your mind in the right headspace or heck, even a really good Spotify playlist or something along those lines. Just music that makes you really want to be able to go in and conquer your week and your day. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so honored. But you guys, for this episode, we are going to be talking about how to increase your confidence whenever you're lifting weights. So just overall tips to gain confidence in your weight training. But before we dive into that, you guys, I'm so excited because I have life updates for you. So my very first one is I turned the big 3-0 and I'm so excited. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, like, how do you feel? Are you scared that you're ending your 20s? Um, heck no. You guys know I'm a baby grandma. I literally go to sleep at 9.30 and I wake up at 4.30 a.m., all the things. And, you know, I get really cranky past 8. I know. You can ask Tony. It's a bit ridiculous, but you know, it's one of those things where like, I am just so excited for all the things that the future holds. I have heard that the thirties are the absolute best years of your life and followed by your forties. Like it's just, as you continue to evolve as a person, you get so excited about the unknown and the different things that you could do in your life. And of course there's going to be, you know, life is going to, is going to hit us and it's going to be like a heart rate monitor where there's going to be plenty of ups and downs, but I cannot wait to experience my 30s and be able to live my life with my husband, with you guys, and really develop in in this business and this podcast together, in our careers and everything that we want to do. So um, that's one life update. So turned 30, the big 3-0. I spent it with my twin sister, Alex, and also with our families and some of my very best friends. Um, I love it because one of my best friends, Elise, has the same, we have the same like birthday month, I guess you could say. So 
my birthday is June 19th and her birthday is June 8th. And so we always do a combined birthday moment uh, is the best way to put it. And it's always so, so fun. So June is just an overall celebratory month for us. So that was the very first update. The second one is the house stuff. So I think I mentioned to you guys before that we, that Tony and I were building a house and then I would give you some updates along the way. So we are building our house and we uh, were expected to be in like around, uh, best case scenario, um, December. But I mean, I think that's a little high hopes. I think it's probably going to be January, but you know, I'm keeping my fingers, toes, all the above crossed. Um, but we just finished the design process and you guys, fun fact about Tony and I, just as a couple, those of you who are really good friends with us, you all know that. Tony is definitely the wife in the relationship because he is he he has such a good design eye. He cares about a lot of those things, and um, thankfully we have the exact same taste. But he just takes the reins on on that stuff, and we did a lot of it together. But he already he was able to literally out of the two hundred and eighty choices. If you've ever built a house, literally you have to pick every single thing. You have to pick between regular grout lines and little grout lines, or like tiny ones. And then it costs like 50 bucks. I'm like, what? Who cares? But thankfully, Tony is a person that does care. And so basically took all the 280 options and was able to narrow it down to like one or two for me. And thank goodness for him because I would literally, my indecisiveness when it comes to that stuff is nuts. Um, So I was able to say, okay, option A or option B. And it was so great. So all the design stuff for our house is done. Um, So we're really excited about that. And now we're just moving into, you know, the foundation and like all of that stuff and working with our construction manager. So we're really excited. I will keep you guys updated. Um, I think that we're probably going to do some sort of YouTube video or a podcast about the home building process as maybe you guys are interested, but I never knew that any of this process existed. And there's so many little hidden things in there um, that I just personally would want to know. So you guys let me know if you guys are interested in that. I would love to touch on that. I think it's just so valuable. But anyways, the two life updates um, at turning 30 and the house. Um, And then my last one is my husband is absolutely incredible and had surprised me with a trip to Mexico. So we got married at Unico 2087 in Riviera Maya in December of 2019. And he completely surprised me and took me back to where we got married for a week. And I was able to you know, unplug from work and be able to recharge. If you guys follow me on Instagram at Michelle uh, underscore Stallings Fit, I posted uh, a good amount just about recharging and resting and really just making sure that you take some time to disconnect in general. Um, but it was an absolute magnificent trip. I that was the exact way that I would want to spend my, my 30th birthday. And it was magnificent. So all in all, to just give you guys a quick reminder, if you need a break, whether it is a staycation, a weekend getaway, or you need to book a vacation and go somewhere, if you feel comfortable, please go and do that for yourself. It's so important to recharge your batteries because you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to protect your energy. So um, it's just a, a main takeaway for you. And if you need to tell your your best friend, your family, or your partner that, you know, Michelle from the Ambitious and Fit podcast told you that it is required for you to take a vacation of some sort, I am more 
than happy to take on whatever rebuttal they have. They can DM me and I'm totally fine with saying, yes, you need a break. So have me be your excuse. But you guys, I'm so excited because we're diving into the episode. The other thing I did want to mention is we are actually going to be kicking off another round of the Ambitious and Fit 12-week one-on-one coaching program. And it's, again, for some badass, hardworking women that are so ready to commit to achieving their fitness goals and staying fit and lean for the long term without having to sacrifice your personal and your work life. So essentially, we are busy, driven women that want to get fit and freaking stay that way. (laughs) You know what I mean? And with this round, we are actually going to be starting on Monday, July 11th, and the deadline to apply is going to be Monday, July 5th. So the day after Independence Day, if you observe it here in the U.S., um, the program is broken down into three simple phases. So they're monthly phases, the do it, feel it, and see it phases, just to manage your overall expectations. And this is where you learn the healthy habits to implement, you know, what to eat and when, how to move your body to achieve the actual shape that you want. So we talk about your goals and how you want to be able to do that and some of the bigger priorities in your life as well. And I only work with women who are so determined to be able to get back on track or to be able to do this for themselves and they're ready to absolutely feel feel their best. And so I do have 10 spots open and I know that they're going to fill up fast. So if that is you, please send me a DM on Instagram. So at Michelle underscore Stallings fit with the words all in. And let's go ahead and chat to see if it's going to be a good fit. Let's let's talk about your goals. Even if it's just it's just a quick free call, maybe we FaceTime together, we see each other, we get to know one another, even for just 10 minutes to see if it's a good fit. If it's not, no big deal. No big deal. But if it is a good fit, I want you to be able to achieve your goal in 2021 and be able to kickstart that for yourself because you're doing it for you so you can be the best you can be for others. So go ahead and let me know by DMing me all in if you are interested. But with that, I know I've talked a lot about life updates, program stuff, all the above. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode on how to gain confidence when it comes to lifting weights. All right. So guys, as we are diving into this episode, the reason why I wanted to talk about this particular topic is there is an amazing book that I've been reading and it's called Make Your Bed. And this is by, um, I believe it's like a William something. I forgot exactly who. I should be definitely better about that. It's definitely um, a Navy SEAL and he did a commencement speech at UT, um, so University of Texas. And he was talking about the different concepts that you learn in the military and learn as a seal. And it's these 10 habits or things that you would do, including number one, which is make your bed. So making your bed each and every day, just that way you start the day with something that you have accomplished. So this book is very good. It's a very easy read, or if you want to download it on Audible, it's fantastic. I would highly recommend it. But as I was reading this book, One of the chapters, um, I think it's chapter six. You guys, my memory, you're going to realize that I have the weirdest memory. I can remember names. I can remember weird facts about people. Even if it's like three years later, I remember random facts about people. So um, (laughs) forgive me if my brain is all over the place when it comes to that, but at least my memory is pretty good. Um, So it's chapter six and it's called Dare Greatly. And the overall concept of this is 
you know, basically there is a, um, a recruit or some, you know, one of the new Navy SEALs or somebody training to become a Navy SEAL at a boot camp. You will have to picture this a little bit with me, but you know, whenever the, you see a military movie or maybe you see Navy SEALs and they're, they're going through a course of some sort, like an obstacle course, and you see that there is a, a rope that is going from one pole to the other. So one pole is higher, the other is a little bit lower. And essentially, that person has to go from point A to point B. Well, in this story, there was a cadet or, you know, a recruit that was going through the whole course. They were the fastest. They were so good at everything that they were doing. They made it through the monkey bars and all. Do they even call it monkey bars anymore? I don't know. They made it through the monkey bars. They jumped. They ran. They swam. And then all of a sudden, they made it to these ropes. And for some reason... When they were on the ropes, they all of a sudden were starting feet first, going down the rope from the tallest pole down to the smaller pole. So they were just inching their way down. But the problem was is that this cadet was actually going a lot slower going feet first throughout the, uh, throughout the course. And so by the time that they finished the course, they were in first place before they went to the poles. And then all of a sudden when they landed, they were about middle of the pack. And the officer at the very end of the obstacle said, you know, cadet, what, you know, you were in first and all of a sudden now you hit this last part of the obstacle and yet you landed in the middle. You need to figure out what works best for you. You need a different approach because clearly you are moving way too, way too slow going from that top pole down to the smaller pole. And he goes, you need to think about it. You need to put your head in first, son, something along those lines. And the cadet actually took it seriously, which is really great. Um, But he then started thinking to himself. He said, okay, I need to think about this from a new perspective. I need to figure out what works best for me, the tactics, the things that I can do on my own that I feel comfortable with. And so the cadet, the next day when they did the course, he actually switched his tactics and went up the first pole went on top of the rope and then went head first, literally just like the officer said, I think it was metaphorically low, but they went head first from the top, from the top pole down to the bottom pole. And they just inched their way with their upper body across the rope and they finished in first place. And so this chapter is called Dare Greatly. And this cadet had done something that works best for them. And they had to figure out the tactics because not all tactics are going to work for everybody, right? You may have need to have your own approach to something and be able to investigate to see what works best for you. And so as I was reading this chapter, it really made me think of you guys and thinking of ways to really gain confidence when it comes to lifting weights. I would say that It's pretty intimidating going into the gym, especially whenever you're brand new to the overall weightlifting game. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, most women, I would say anywhere between 60 to 70% of women feel very comfortable going into a cardio room, hopping on one machine and running or jogging or doing an elliptical. And, and then they hop off and they're like, well, I don't know what else I can do, or I don't want to look stupid doing anything else. And so they don't go into the weight room. They don't go where all the big muscly guys are. And, you know, that's already intimidating in itself. And especially if there's grunters, you guys, if there are grunters in the gym, I'm sorry, we need to have some sort of revolution or like some sort of sign on our faces saying 
people stop grunting. If you grunt, you're kicked out of the gym. It is just so annoying, but it's also intimidating in general. And, and it's also because it's not common, right? But in order to be able to achieve the body that we want and be able to burn the calories effectively and the things that we want to do in general, we're going to need to lift weights. We're going to need to get, you know, we're going to need to lift weights to be able to get the sculpted arms and the sculpted legs and get that booty. You know what I mean? So we need to then be able to dare greatly and find out what works best for us in order to be able to lift weights and feel comfortable doing so. So that's the reason why I wanted to hit on these tips on our, in order for you to be able to gain confidence when it comes to lifting weights. So tip number one is going to be to try home workouts. You guys, especially with the pandemic, I'm sure that you guys have been able to do at least some home workouts or maybe go outside whenever gyms were closed. But it's one of those things that if you don't feel comfortable quite yet of going into a gym, into a weight room, and and you feel like people are watching you, try at-home workouts. If you are able to snag a couple of dumbbells or maybe a couple bands or you know even your body weight, anything that you can do in order to try new exercises... Um, Because body weight is still weight training. You're just using your own weight to train. The good news is, is with home workouts, no one is watching you. You can pull up a video. You can pull up videos from my Instagram. You can do videos on Pinterest. You can do YouTube, anything like that, and try something to get familiar with it to create that muscle mind connection and then be able to do those workouts, hopefully in the gym, once you try them at home. So I would say that number one is to try at-home workouts. Um, If you happen to have a good space available or are able to have some weights at home, but it'll just make you feel a little bit more comfortable trying something new if you want to do that. Step number two is if you are going into the gym and you are weightlifting, you guys be prepared and go in with a plan. So I just mentioned how you can use YouTube, Pinterest, you can go on Instagram and find your favorite workout videos or anything like that, but go in with some sort of plan. It's a little intimidating whenever you're just walking around aimlessly in the gym and just hoping that you know what a machine does and how it works. Go in with a plan on, okay, I want to work out arms today or I want to work out my upper body today and I'm going to start off with you know, some bicep curls, which I already know what that looks like because I saw a video and I'm going to also do some shoulder raises where I simply lift a weight up and I just, you know, lift them for my shoulder and then I put it down, you know, different things like that. So go in with a plan that way you feel like you at least have a direction of what way you are going to be going. So going in with a plan, another thing that you can do is work with a trainer or maybe, you know, pay for a personal training session or something like that. That's always beneficial. Most of the time, whenever you first start out at a gym, most of the time those are complimentary. Um, So thinking about that, or if you're working with a coach, they give you an overall outline that way you can feel really comfortable on how to do the weightlifting. So for example, in the Ambitious and Fit program, I have a full workout video library that I send to all of my clients and then they have a list of workouts specific to the things that they want to work on, whether they're at home or at the gym. And so I make sure they go in with a plan that they are efficient because we ain't got time to dilly dally, you guys. And so making sure that they feel really comfortable with, okay, so I'm doing these two exercises alternating between these two things. Oh, Michelle, that's what that looks like. Here's a video on what 
the actual workout looks like, and then, uh, you know, making sure that we have our form good to go and all of that. So, you know, going in with a plan is just going to be really important, especially whenever you're trying to gain confidence when it comes to weight training. Um, at number three is something you need to realize is that, you know, we talked about how it's good to do at-home workouts when no one is looking or nobody's watching you or anything like that. Um, but you know what's funny is actually when you feel like other people are looking at you, they actually aren't. More than likely, they're actually looking at themselves, uh, maybe checking their own form or maybe just uh, I mean, checking themselves out. I don't know. You, uh, you guys have seen people at the gym. You guys have seen people in the malls, you know, just like in the mirrors. But you guys, it's just really important for us to remember that no one is looking at you and what you are doing in the gym, unless you're that person that is like, I mean, breaking out and like doing break dancing in the middle of the gym floor. Nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody is looking at you. They're looking at themselves probably. They're focused on themselves and their music or their podcast or the movements and the things that they're doing. So feel good in the fact that nobody is looking at you. No one is looking at you. So feel good about that. Step number four is if you are completely new to weight training just in general, or you have, you know, not so great fitness levels, let's say, you know, the, you know, you haven't been able to move your body very much over the past year, year and a half or so, which is completely understandable. Start out with going to the gym only you know, three times a week or so. Make sure that you just ease into it. If you go into it too fast, you know, let, let's say you have a commitment to, I'm going to work out five to six times per week. Well, that's amazing and that's great. But the problem is, is that you're going from zero like you're literally going zero to 60 in 0.2 seconds, whatever a Tesla can go in or whatever. But if, if you're going that quickly, it's probably not going to be sustainable for a long period of time. And also your body is not going to be used to that. So it could be that that is maybe a higher risk when it comes to injury or, you know, your body just being thrown off, or maybe, you know, your body's just going to be a, a little haywire when it comes to that. So definitely take a step back and do more of a walk before run approach. If you are brand new to weightlifting or have those poor fitness levels and, and that's okay. We all go through those seasons. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, if you come back from an injury, you want to start easing back into it. Think of it similar to that, where your body has to get used to you moving that much in order to be able to have that be long and sustainable. So be patient with yourself. I just want to throw that out there too, but make sure that, you know, if you're just starting out going to the gym and doing weightlifting, start with just three times per week and then be able to ease into four and then five. I will say that something that's really important is of course to still implement the rest days too. So at least implement at least one to two rest days. And we'll talk about that a little bit more probably here in a bit, but it's just really important for your body to heal itself and for you to be able to recharge. Um, so you need to give your body that recovery too, especially if you are just getting into the weightlifting. Um, and then step number five is have a amazing playlist whenever you are working out. So whether it's a playlist, podcast, anything like that, but make the gym fun for yourself. I think that's the biggest takeaway here for step number five is just make the gym fun for yourself. Have a great playlist. 
Get it ready. I will say um, there's a really good playlist. It's the Unicode 2021 uh, for Tony Stallings. It's on Spotify. It's incredible. I'm pretty sure that Tony was a DJ in his past life. I would definitely support him being a DJ if it wasn't like the nightlife because you know baby grandma can't stay up past 930. Um, So in general though, if you need a good playlist, Unicode 2021 by Tony Stallings is really good if you guys want to follow that one on Spotify. But just throwing that out there. Um, it's like a beach vibe. Oh, it's so good. Just a pump up playlist. But in general, have a really good playlist. Get your favorite songs, put them together, and be able to also, you know, wear a cute gym outfit. You know, a good outfit. For us ladies, a good outfit, you feel like at the top of the universe. Also, spray tans. Can we also just talk about the fact that spray tans make you feel like you're a superwoman? I absolutely love spray tans. I feel like I can conquer the entire universe. So if you throw a great playlist, a great cute gym outfit with the actual spray tan itself and a good hair day, woo! We on fire. We are super on fire and I absolutely love it. So get your headphones on and get it done. So just make it fun for yourself. Make the gym something that you look forward to with all of those things. So the great playlist, the cute gym outfit, all of the above, and just get it done and enjoy it and do it for you. Step number six is one of the questions that I mainly get is, okay, so like I see all these things about, you know, should I be doing full body workouts or should I split it out by muscle group or how should I do this? I don't know. Help me. (laughs) And if you are brand new, the easiest thing that I can tell you is to split it up by upper body and lower body days, keeping it very easy on your mind. Okay. I'm working upper body today. What does that consist of? My arms, my shoulders, my abs, and my back. And then my and then my chest as well. I don't typically do that much chest, um, but it's it's up to you whatever you want to work on. So that's your overall upper body, right? And then maybe that's your Monday, and then your Tuesday is lower body day. So you know that that consists of your quads, uh, you know the fronts of your legs, your hamstrings, the back of your legs, your glutes, your calves, and more so just that lower portion of your body. So just breaking it up that way just helps your mind at least have a good focus and direction as well. So definitely highly recommend. That's what we also do in the Ambitious and Fit program as well as we break it out by upper body and lower body just to keep it really easy and simple for the clients as well. So I can tell that everybody appreciates that. And of course we update it. So if someone is wanting to, of course, build uh, a booty as well, you know, we of course do a heavier lower days. Um, You know, maybe we do those like three times a week versus only two. So just custom configure it however you're able to do that for yourself. Number seven is you guys keep it simple. Set a solid foundation. Have all the things that we talked about, steps one through six, have a good solid foundation, but keep it simple at the end of the day. Here, so a a good structure is, let's say you are going to the gym tomorrow morning. Uh, Probably not as early as me at like 5 a.m. However, let's say you're going at six. When the sun is up, we're going at six or 6.30 and we're walking into the gym solid foundation, keeping it simple. If you love weightlifting, then do it last. If you love cardio, do it last. Anything you can do. So let's say that you're going to kick off with doing your stretches for about 5-10 minutes, do your weightlifting, and then end your workout with 20 minutes of cardio. Let's just say for example, right? So keep it simple to yourself. You're warming up, 
you're doing your weightlifting and you're ending with 20 minutes of cardio and you're out of the gym. Boom. That's it. You just got to get there. You got to put on the shoes. You got to put on the stuff. You got to show up. You're going to get there at six or six 30 and you're going to get it done and you're going to move on, but keep it simple in your mind. If you overcomplicate it, you're going to intimidate yourself. You're then going to chicken out and then it's just not going to work. Right? So keep it simple and set a solid foundation. So for uh, number eight, the best beginner exercises, I just want to hit on whenever it comes to lower body. Maybe these are some things that you can go ahead and write down um, just in case you don't have a program and you just want to say like, yeah, 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 Michelle, like what are some really good beginner exercises? So for your lower body exercises, really good beginner exercises to work on are squats, lunges, leg press, uh, Bulgarian split squat, hip thrust, and seated hamstring curls. Those tend to be at the majority of gyms or you're able to do that with body weight in some way or you know it's at any apartment gym, anything like that. So lower body, those are some good exercises for lower body. And then some upper body exercises, you know, lat pull downs, you know, pull-ups, back rows, some shoulder presses, some bicep curls, um, and then maybe some push-ups. So that also for push-ups, perfectly fine for you to be on your knees. Um, try to eventually lift your knees and do a full push-up if you can on your end. Um, it's just something really good to work up towards, right? Um, but those are some really good beginner exercises just to give you some help in general. Um, also for number nine, when it comes to just some additional tips and tricks is structuring your workouts give yourself some rest in between some of your sets. Um, What I would say is if you're brand new, brand spanking new to weightlifting, or you're wanting to figure out how you can mix it up a little bit, something that I highly recommend and that I actually have a lot of my clients do is something called supersets. So that's where you have two exercises and you're alternating between those two exercises. So let's say that you're doing bicep curls. And then you're supersetting, quote unquote, or you're alternating is another way to put it with push-ups. So you are working different parts of your body or giving yourself a rest in a certain way and you're doing two different exercises and interchanging between the two of those. That's a really good way to be able to say, okay, I'm going to do three sets of these two exercises and I'm just going to alternate between the two. You're going to keep your heart rate up. You're going to stay in a peak fat burning zone. And uh, by the way, if you're wondering what your peak fat burning zone is, basically what that is, is it's where your body is burning the most calories and fuel. And that's based on your heart rate. So your peak fat burning zone is, um, it's going to be 220. So the actual number 220 minus your age, and then it's going to be 70% of that actual number. So a good example would be, I just turned 30. So 220 minus 30 is 190. And so 70% of 190 as the heart rate is going to be about 130, 135 in between that range. So my peak fat burning zone, if I'm looking at my Apple watch or looking at my heart rate monitor or anything like that is going to be right around 130-ish. And so that's how I'm going to know that I'm in my peak fat burning zone. You're like, Michelle, why the heck are you bringing this up? Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if 
you are doing supersets or alternating between those two exercises, that helps you keeping your peak fat burning zone. You're keeping your heart rate up. You're almost in like a, a mini cardio state, but yet you are burning calories. You're doing strength exercises and you're being able to uh, work your body in ways to keep it interesting on itself and maximize the intensity for the short period of time. Because remember, we don't have time to waste, right? So that is definitely something that I would recommend. And then have about 30 seconds of rest in between your workouts. So just making sure that you are giving yourself a break, looking at your watch, timing yourself, and then getting back and started. Um, it's similar to when we talk about rest days and you can't f- you know, pour from an empty cup. It's similar whenever you're working out. You need to give yourself at least a little bit of rest. It's almost like when you do sprints and you take a moment to just breathe on the sidelines and like you want to puke for a second, but then you're just like, and breathing. And then you take a moment, you take your 30 seconds, and then you are like, all right, let's go. And then you do it again. You do the same thing for your workouts, same concepts, same things that you did for cardio, same things that you did probably whenever you did some sort of athletic something whenever you were back in high school, right? Okay. So that was number nine. And then at number 10 is rest days. So fun fact, I actually have been talking to some clients recently and a lot of people didn't know about this, but I was talking to them about overall rest and sleeping in and taking a full day off from the gym and really making sure you allow yourself to fully recover from your workouts. And you know, something that's interesting is that your body recovers and burns more fat when you give it rest. You give it a a break, a period to be able to say, ah, oh, I, I, I did something, I feel accomplished, but I'm giving myself the gift of being able to recover. And one of the things I've talked about with my clients is that a lot of people don't know that you think of, um, you know, sweating as fat crying and like, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, what's crazy is that you actually burn the most fat while you're sleeping. Yeah while you're sleeping. So you are burning that fat and you're burning the calories while you're sleeping and while you're recovering. So that's another reason when we're talking about rest days, that's another reason why it's so important that you actually get between seven to nine hours of sleep each night. I don't know about you, but like, I've always heard like, make sure you get your eight hours. I'm like, why? I mean, I get it. Sleep. It's important. Mind clarity, but I mean, it's even, it's extremely important when it comes to your fitness journey. If you feel like you're not seeing results and you are eating the right thing and moving your body and doing all that, all that stuff, but you're only getting five to six hours of sleep per night, like, hello, that's part of your problem. Your body needs the rest. It needs the recovery. It needs the full rest day as well. So light activity, maybe go for a walk or something like that, but no working out, no weightlifting. And that's actually something that I'm very much um, trying to work on for myself. I never know when to take my rest days. Thankfully, Tony has been on top of me for it because he says, okay, you're either taking Wednesdays or Thursdays off. So that's your during the week rest day and you're taking Sundays off. I'm like, okay. I used to be the um, on six days and only one rest day, but... I realized that my body really likes two rest days, um, so five active days and two rest days. And as you know, I just I'm about to say it as I'm getting older. Oh, sorry, uh, but but as you know, 
I'm realizing that I definitely need to take, continue to take really good care of my body and versus go, go, go all the time. So rest days are extremely important. So just making sure that you are really taking a moment and letting it, your body repair itself so it can come back swinging. But number 11 is, of course, repetition and consistency when it comes to weightlifting and really gaining confidence in that area. I, I will say that, you know, overall, your body responds best to when it's doing things over and over and over again. When, let's say I've been doing some exercises for two weeks. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for a change up. Well, here's the thing is that your your body, it needs that consistency and that repetition. So really, you should be doing the same exercises you've been doing for the past two weeks, maybe increasing the intensity a little bit, but you know, you should be doing those workouts you did for two weeks for another two weeks. You should be doing those workouts for at least a month to actually see if they're working and they're helping you build or sculpt muscle in different areas of your body. And I mean, we're just... No, if a human race is just impatient and we like to mix things up all the time and all that stuff. And, you know, we want to see results right now with that instant gratification, but the science proves itself. You need repetition and consistency. You need to go to the gym consistently. You need to do those weightlifting exercises consistently if you want to see results. That's how it works. That's how the structure works, right? So making sure you have that repetition and consistency. And then number 12, I know I'm giving you a lot of these tactics and tips, but number 12 is just the most important and it's of course your mindset. So when it comes to weightlifting, you know, it can feel, I mean, it can feel, I guess maybe boring or it can feel hard or anything like that. But you know, this is where your mindset is just so, so important. It's just, you know, tracking your ability to be able to be in the gym and to lift those weights or be at home if you're trying home workouts and be able to do the strength training. And you're going to eventually fall in love with it, but it's falling in love with the overall process. And that's where this mindset, you know, is, is really coming in. It's making sure that you're you know, catching yourself in those moments where you have a, a negative mindset. You're like, I don't want to do this, or maybe it's boring, or I don't want to do it. And it's hard, you know, know that you're going to get there. Know that you're going to get there and learn to love the mastery of being able to learn something new. I mean, I'm sure that you, I, I, I mean, I know you, I know that you are in your business or at work and you are constantly learning new things. You are on YouTube finding out about, you know, hair dryers because you want to know all these great nitty tricks, or maybe you're watching makeup YouTubers, or, you know, you are, uh, taking a class or doing a certification, you are a sponge. And weightlifting and training is going to be the exact same way. You need to be able to take in that that love of you know being able to master a new skill. But there are going to be some bumps in the road in the beginning, and it's not going to be perfect. And you know what? That's okay. That's how anything is when you get out of your comfort zone. But the best things in the world come out of your comfort zone. So buckle up, buttercup. That's how it goes. That's how it works, right? So the very last thing I did when I hit on is number 13, and that's going to be a weightlifting technique. And so the main thing is 
when it comes to weightlifting techniques, please do at least a little bit of research before you go in or even just ask a trainer if you're at a gym, if they could show you how to do something. Or if you happen to have a coach or you're able to look up a movement on YouTube, I mean, you could go and look up on YouTube and find so many different exercises, but make sure that you at least double check your form to make sure that it's the right one. So, or that you're doing it correctly. So making sure that you're doing a squat properly or that you are, you know, doing a bicep curl correctly or being able to do something along those lines. And that is a very easy Google university search away. Um, That's also why I highly recommend working with a, a coach or taking advantage of those free personal training sessions or even going and working out with a friend. Hello, who's your fittest human being? Who's the fittest friend that you have? Go work out with them. Oh my gosh. That's like a, that's a one-way ticket outside of coaching or mentoring to help you learn how to lift weights. You might as well, right? So, But just making sure that your form is on point and it is essential because then it creates that muscle-mind connection for you to be able to make this a repetition and consistent thing over time. And remember that when it comes to weightlifting, practice is going to make perfect. You're like, dang it, Michelle, I get that for everything else, but I don't understand, or I get it, but I don't want it. Well, you know what? If you want the booty, if you want the sculpting, if you want all the things, you got to practice and you got to make it perfect, right? And so uh, another technique item is going to be tempo. So try not to um, go too quick in your movements. Just make sure, you know, tempo, if you were ever in choir, it's like how it's like the one two, three, four. It's the tempo. It's the actual speed when it comes to the movements. So making sure that you at least pause in the exercise to make sure that your muscle feels it. And then you're able to make sure that you have that actual sculpting actually happening and the muscles actually working and flowing and doing all its thing and getting the blood going. So you guys, when it comes to these things, it's just so important for us to be able to, you know, sit back and say, all right, I'm trying something new. This is something that I want. I want to have the best sculpted version of myself going forward. And that requires weightlifting. So I'm going to need to take these tips that Michelle had provided and take them, run with them and be able to go to the gym and have that consistency, that repetition and that good mindset and foundation to be able to feel really good about it. So There are two quotes that I just want to pair together really quickly that I think are just so important. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start in order to be great. So let that sink in a little bit. This is something I had to remind myself earlier this week whenever I was trying some new things and some new exercises. And also I'm, I'm trying to branch into different areas of my business and trying to get things, you know, really up and moving. And there's so many good things coming, but I had to definitely get out of my comfort zone this week. So this quote really resonated with me. And the other equation versus quote, I guess you could say is structure plus skill plus consistency equals results. Let me repeat that. Structure plus skill plus consistency equals results. And I think that is just incredible to remember because you're like, oh man, you can't have one without the other. 
You can't not have the results part. You can't, you can't have results without consistency. You can't have results without skill. You can't have results without structure. And structure at the end of the day gives you flexibility because then you know what the heck you're doing. There's direction and then you can go to whatever you want, right? So I hope that these tips were helpful, these tactics to be able to gain confidence when it comes to weight training, lifting weights. I know that you can do it. And if, if you need a voice in your head, if you need someone to tell you that you can do it, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to be your cheerleader. I'm happy to pump you up. Again, it's Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I will definitely be there to support you in any way that I can. But you guys, I hope this was helpful in general. I love you so, so, so much. And I just want to say that I believe in you and you have got this. The other thing that I did want to mention is I do have an absolutely amazing, incredible individual. Her name is Bonnie, and she was one of my most recent Ambitious and Fit grads. She is a mom of two amazing kiddos and a wife, and she is a very high up individual at her company, and she finally prioritized herself. So I'm going to jump in on her review here of the ANF program. But you guys, I love you guys so, so much, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. You can't deny Michelle and the positive power that she brings. She is such a source of encouragement and my own personal cheerleader in my corner. That's what makes her program such a success. I'll start by saying I am in my early 40s, a full-time working mom with two young kiddos, a husband, and a busy life coming at me every single day. And if I could do this, honestly, anyone can. I knew I needed to make time for me, finally, and I did, and Michelle helped me do that. I've known Michelle for seven years now, which is crazy to say, and I have watched her grow herself and her business, and I'm just so proud of her. I know that this is a very mom-mode thing to say, but I have to say it here. I knew I wanted to work with her, but I needed to do it when the time was right for me. And February was that right time for me. I had some weight loss success at the end of last year, but I was not toned at all. I knew it was time to reach out. She was my number one fan from day one. This plan is amazing. She includes food and meal tips, macro breakdowns, tracking advice, workouts that will kick your butt, no joke, daily check-ins, which are huge from an accountability standpoint, and the thing we all need the most, encouragement and someone to believe in us. I am proud to say I now believe in myself. She gave me a level of confidence that I haven't had in a very long time, and honestly, if ever. I know exactly what I need to do every day with my food and my workouts, thanks to Michelle. I could go on and on about her program, but I'll leave you with this. As women, we tend to take care of everyone else around us, which doesn't leave much time for us to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of us first. And with the help and support from Michelle, I am taking care of me, which in the end makes me a far better leader at work, wife to my husband and mom to my kiddos. And honestly, that's what it's all about. Hey guys, I hope you loved the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a quick screenshot and post and tag me on Instagram, Michelle Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. 
Oh, and if you have a minute, head over to iTunes real quick and leave me a review letting me know which episodes you loved and what you want to hear more of. It would mean the world to me. Love you guys and catch you in the next episode.